Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to another episode of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. Well, the bosses this week, two podcasts in the space of two days. So I'm your host, Peter, joined this week by Tom and Donny. How are you doing, Donny? I'm fine, thank you. How are you, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? Not too bad on the mend. Nearly recovered. Nearly a couple of Markley clear, clear lines on the, the test now, so I'm back to work shortly. Right. So this week is basically a team review podcast. So we're just going to discuss. They always say this every time we do a, game, a team review. It's with the caveat that there's still four days before the season kicks off, three days even. There's still a couple of injuries coming out. We've heard rumours that Kingsley's injured, but haven't been confirmed. So things like that, we'll have to wait and see. And obviously, last minute dashes, changes, team news for the first game, especially Rangers Livingston, might changes. But this is a team we've all got as of now. So take that for what you want. But first, before we get into it, Tom, you've got a thing to cover points that we might have missed in the last podcast. Yeah, so I was just kind of having a browse through the, the rules of the big league um, or any any classic league for that matter and um, there's been a change from last season. Last season, uh, people that played it may remember that strikers got four points for a goal and midfielders got five. It's now the case that strikers get five and midfielders get five and um, defenders just say the same at, at uh, six points, isn't it, for a goal? So something to consider, perhaps... Um, was wondering where to put their vice captain might not be too discouraged with a striker now. Um, Donnie, what was it you mentioned again? The um... yeah, so if you pick a defender as your vice captain, then you're only going to get the clean sheet points, which is will be capped at four. Whereas if you choose a midfielder or a striker, it's uncapped, obviously in the amount of goals that they score. So if a striker used to be equivalent of one clean sheet, one goal equals one clean sheet. So you thought, well, fair enough, we can make the decision there. But now with it being an extra point. And uncapped, it probably tips the scales in favour of forwards and being a vice captain, which is quite handy. Hopefully, it's not a typo because nobody spotted it. Um, <laughs> you, apart, apart from you and <laughs> reading the rules, reading the rules. Um, so it was a good spot. Hopefully, it's not a typo. It certainly would um, benefit, probably because strikers were so poor last year, they're maybe trying to beef up that position. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a change for the good. Yeah, just on that, obviously a lot of people would pair my captain and Tav, unless the fixtures would dictate otherwise, but that's a good option if you get a striker on a hot streak. I mean, Celtic Rangers at home against one of the weaker teams, 
as Donny said, you pick the right striker, you could want yourself a right good haul, even like midfielder. But anyway, do we digress? That's last next week. So because a lot of the questions on this podcast are based on the team reveal, say to do the, pod, the questions first. And then the questions are related to the, the reveal. We'll just kind of say, right, we'll get there as we get there. So I'm going to start for the first one, or well, the last one that came in was from Coach Beard1977, who's also my opponent in the Cup. Is Giamakis too much risk over Kyogo, even for 0.4 balance it offers? Thanks, guys. So we'll get the Giamakis Kyogo talk later on when we are discussing uh, our striker options. I think I'll answer the question when we see who is or not in the team. Right, so next up, FM Dafty. Which goalkeepers do you have in your current drafts? Coming up shortly. Josh McCarthy, Kyogo, Maida, or Giacomakis. So again, that'll come up shortly. Yala Leopard with a three or four questions here, I think. Is Furuhashi worth 1.5 million over Maeda, for example, means Carol Vickers over 2.6 defenders such as Mugabe? Again, we're going to bring this up as we go on. Best bench trick player? So this is the first, first question, not really related to it. So this is again for Yala Leopard. Best bench trick player that we can safely say won't be starting. Do you have any bench trick players you know won't be starting, Donny? Uh, no, I was, I was, there is a Rangers player. Uh, I think it's uh, maybe Adam Devine. He's out on loan, but you wouldn't you wouldn't pick a Rangers player. But for no. me, you just pick the cheapest, you know, bottom-most team and pick somebody from there. It, it, Dundee United was probably one of the teams that started to mess about with that system. Um, but you should be pretty safe and you should be able to see it coming. Um, um, but yeah, just the, the cheapest player in any position... It's cheap for a reason. They're not going to get a game. But I've not come across any red flags um, that I'm immediately aware of. Just on that for a couple of talk, I've been looking for players leaving clubs. But not happened yet. I've got St. Johnson cheap in midfield and he's not been in the benches yet for any of the cup games. So yeah. I'm kind of sticking with him until otherwise. Have you got any players, Tom, that's definitely not going to be playing? Or no. Nah. Again, it's Donny Sainz. Wait and see. If they start making the bench, then you maybe start getting itchy feet and get under them. But... Uh, as it stands, cheap player, cheap position, one of the younger guys is probably unlikely to start. And don't use it on a Celtic Rangers player, possibly Hearts as well, because you don't really want to be using up three spots, one of them, for other teams. Right, more questions. Carl Gustaf, could you please discuss the user friendliness of the new fantasy football Scotland interface? Right, so I think last week when we were talking about it, we were quite, we were quite kind of bummed by it. But see, since then, I, I, me personally, don't know about you, I've kind of got grips to it. They've changed slightly bits on the app and all. It says my team at the bottom. So it has become more user-friendly. Again, I think we discussed this last time. In my case, I just, once you do it a couple of weeks to try, it'll become second-hand entity. What about yourself, Donny? Any thoughts on the app? Yeah, I think we've kind of got over the initial um, disaster of the, the way that they've designed the game. That's clearly not going to change. So you just the more and more you use it, the more you'll, you'll work out how to, to get into it. I'm in three leagues, and I think that'll be the cap. Um, one might eventually go out the window, but I'm going to try and maintain three, um, all with the same team, all with the same changes. So we'll see how that goes. But I think the more and more you use it, um, yeah, the easier it is to find search players. The filter is probably the only bit that still irks me because you have to untick all the teams you want, and you right. usually yeah. miss out St. Mirren because they're they're like further down. I don't, I don't understand that at all. That's crazy. You just be picking one team um, rather than two. It's a bit weird, there, you know. Yeah, I think we'll be used to it, and you know, forget we'll forget about the the actual game design itself. So, yeah, you'd like to think that's something they, they can fix within the applet. Yeah, I would have thought so. I don't so. use desktop. Um, I do have it. Um, I use it for my expert 
picks, but I'm not I haven't really spent any time on it um outside of that. So I'm I'm app only at this end. Hey, what about you, Tommy, in with the interface of the app? Uh, yeah, I think over time you do get used to it. The only downside is the whole and I think it's everybody's uh, grudge at the minute is you can't have one team um which competes in all your leagues. You've got to have individual team for individual leagues. In which case it's going to be time consuming. You may probably have to, you know, prioritise some teams because it's going to be if you're going to have a lot of teams in a lot of leagues, then it's going to be pretty tight if you're waiting for that team news to to, to know you've got a guaranteed starter. So you may have to sort of prioritise certain yeah. leagues um, to give yourself a plenty of time before the deadline because you don't want to be halfway through your teams and the deadline is is passed and you've only managed to, te- to alter half of your teams. So you don't want to be in a situation like that. So you've got to prioritise, but. That'll probably come with time as well. Yep, I'm similar. I'm, I'm in two leagues so far. I've done a couple of the, the one-off games just for a try to see what it was like. Livingston, Rangers, Celtic, Aberdeen, just to see how it works out. But they they also, they, they want you to do one and done. They'll be gone the next week later, the yeah. way about that. And I'm only in the big league and our own league. And I've got two different teams slightly, so I just want to prioritise the big league, because that's also the rank. And I've no doubt the team that I don't touch will be better than the team I do touch. That's just... <laughs> Uh, and one more question from Yala Leopard. Again, of the new signings at Rangers and Celtic, which one would you like to start the season with? And again, you will see this as we do it through our team reveal. Right, that is all that covered. So, first up, goalkeepers. I'll come to you first, Tom. Two goalkeepers, who do you have? Um, I've got a non-playing goalkeeper at 1.8, um, Adams at Dundee United. And my main man in goals is Roos at 2.4 million. I'm aware he will face Celtic in the first game week. Um, but I think Aberdeen looked pretty good in pre-season. I know it's against lesser teams in the Cup, but they did manage to keep four clean sheets and four ties. Um, Roos, in comparison to the other goalkeepers, 2.4 million is a bit of a saving. And budget is a little bit tight this season because there's a lot of uh, price rises from last season's successful players. So that's who I'm on at the minute. Okay, Donnie, same with you, goalkeepers. Yeah, I've got a very similar setup. So I've got Roos um, as my number one set and forget. And my 1.8 is Logan Ross at Ross County. So again, just looking to make as much out of the budget as possible. Take the hit in game week one. There's not a goalie in the game that you know will suffer at the hands of Celtic at home. So you're just going to have to take that hit and run with it. And Roos is the type of player that will probably go up in value. Mm-hmm. So if you find yourself further down the line at Aberdeen, maybe you haven't hit the heights that you hope, it's probably a change that you can make further down the line, having made a bit of money off him. So, so Roos is the the man in the sticks for me. Yeah, and as we discussed yesterday, Donnie, as well, I think after the first game, the fixes are quite nice. Yeah, they've there's got a no, good run. There's no reason they can't have a couple of clean sheets in there, and then his price will probably jump up, like you said. Right, myself, I've went a different route. I've got Roos on the bench, who will be my first choice week, but after that, I've went with Urminski from St. Nern, I believe. I think he's number one right now. He's played so many games. He's only two million. Eventually, by a week down the line, where they'll have a transfer to Burn and he will become the real cheap to give me extra cash. But I'm going to try to start the season with a keeper I think might potentially get points for the will at home. Not great shakes herself, but it's a slight punt. And if he doesn't start, then Root Roos would come on like you have got, and that would be the same as everybody else. Right, so we'll move to defenders, and I'll start with you, Donny, 1-5. Okay, so I've got Tavernier, um, no-brainer with that one, sure we've all got him. I've then 
even just today, I've made changes to my defence. So at the moment, I've got Taylor from Celtic, Scales, Aberdeen, Atkinson, Hart, and Lewis Mayo from Kilmarnock. Right, just to stop for two seconds, I forgot to do it. I said the rate to start the podcast. Was there any goalkeepers that just missed out on your list? I did Ty with Gordon. Um, so at one point, I had Gordon and Kingsley. And I thought, well, I had Roos and Kingsley. And I thought, right, if I take out Kingsley to go to Gordon, but then it's sacked, you know, I'd have been on another 2.2 defender. Um, I don't have any problems with anyone going Gordon. You probably are going to get a good haul out of him over the course of the season. Um, I just, as Tom said, money is quite tight. And I think for the difference in value between him and Roos, you, you you probably get more use of the money spending it elsewhere. So Gordon's unlucky to miss out. I think Marshall's injured at Hibs. He was one that we probably all thought um, might start. I'm sure I've seen it. Maybe he's not, but I'm sure he might be injured. Um, and other teams, you know, you're probably a bit unsure about how they're going to perform. So I think with Aberdeen, the preseason they've had, um, it does put them in good stead. But I would have no complaints if you see Gordon in a lot of teams. Same with you, Tom. Is there any keepers just missed out? Or were you set with the two you had? Um, well, I think it was obvious. First time you opened the game, Gordon was right in there. But as you start to fill up your team, you start to go, hmm, where can I save some money here? And, um, yep, it was in goals. So, Gordon was a close one. I did, I did, I have toyed with the idea of Urminski because um, St. Mirren's first choice keeper is out for the season. I can't remember his name now. It's just escaped me. Um, so, at two million... Uh, he's, he's, he's even a point for um, saving on Roos so he could be an easy switch if St Mirren surprises and have a good sort of defensive start to the season so wouldn't have watched there Right myself I'm like similar I had uh, Gordon and Marshall on the short list but it was like the finances again Gordon was just too too pricey and I really didn't want to double up in the Hearts defence Kingsley been quite pricey as well that's quite a lot of your budget and I'm going to say exactly the same when we get to Aberdeen but then Hibs didn't look too good in this, the cup, so Marshall looked as good as I thought it was. I'm like, right, okay, it's not that much a saving on Gordon, really. And then, as you said, Roos appeared out of nowhere for the cheapest, so I think I think most of the game's going to be on him. Right, Donnie, back to defenders. Run us through this five again before we go any further. Uh, so it's Tavernier, Taylor, Scales, Atkinson, Mayo. And did MD nearly miss out? Well, I mean, I've chopped back and forth. Let's uh, say uh, Kingsley was was there, but there is rumours that he might be injured. Um, so he's came out and I sort of downgraded to Atkinson because I still wanted a, a Hearts defender in there. I've had um, Livingston defenders in there. Now, again, they play Rangers first off, but you, you generally get good value out of the Livingston defence. So I've had Obelai, Devlin in there. Um, I, I don't trust a lot of the other teams just now. Um, Hibs and Motherwell have got a good run, but it's not a team that I'm willing to you know, hang my hat on just yet. So I think between Aberdeen, Hearts, Rangers and Celtic, I've pretty much got it covered. Um, and Mayo, he'll pick up points. He'll stay on the bench, but he'll pick up points when they, when they do get clean sheets. So I can see that as quite risk-free um, for that one. So no, I'm quite happy. It'll probably change again, um, but no, I'm quite happy with that balance. Okay, Tom, you're five and then MD, who just missed out. Um, well, first one's obvious when Tav. Um, after that, I've got Goldson as well. Got that Rangers defensive double up. They didn't perform as well last season as they did in the initial season, but they're still streets ahead of um, 
obviously excluding Celtic, with streets ahead of everyone else when it comes to the rate of clean sheets that they keep. So double up is there. Um, for my Celtic defender, I've went uh, Taylor, 3.4 million. Um, probably one of the cheaper Celtic defenders. We're still not too sure if he's 100% nailed, but I'd imagine he probably would start the season. Um, for those keeping a close eye on Celtic's transfers, they've got in um, a competitor for Taylor in the form of Argentinian Bernabe. Um, he's looked all right in pre-season, but I think he's probably going to be given some more time to bed in. So I think Taylor's probably the safest pick um, at the minute. Uh, after that, I've got uh, Scales, again, because Aberdeen, obviously, to caveat that, they've played lesser teams in the Cup, but they've had a good start to the season, um, both defensively and attacking-wise. So I've went with Scales as well, 2.4 million, pretty cheap. And I can rotate him with another cheapie, which is Jake Carroll at 2.3. I'm, I'm not overly enthusiastic about Motherwell, um, but at 2.3 million and a starting player, you can't really quibble with that. So he's there. Okay. Envy just missed out? Um, I have toyed with going with, um, rather than going with Goldson, going for a cheaper option in the form of uh, Suter. However, um, the signing of uh, Davies, Rangers have spent four million on him. I don't think they've spent that money for him to sit on the bench. So that is competition there. So that's a concern. So Goldson is probably he's a bit like Carter Vickers. He's pretty nailed at centre back. So quite happy with him. Um, Taylor. A potential cheaper option could be uh, Jens. He's only 2.9, so that's a 0.5 saving. Um, Selic were linked with him last summer, um, but he went to France instead. And it it looked, as an outsider looking in, it looked like maybe Postacoglu went with his second option in the form of Starfelt. But now things have worked out, and he's perhaps getting his first option, which was Jens in the first place. So he may start over Starfelt. Um, there's also a question mark over Starfield's fitness at the minute as well so he could be a starter so 2.9 million it's hard to turn down for a Celtic defender so maybe we're going to keep an eye on the pressers and, and see what's said there but other than that that's me That's a nice nice link to me Tom because he's in my team Right obviously first on the name sheet was Tavernier he's got the captain next to him already I've took scales setting choice I've kept an acquainted press I've been defensively again we'll caveat with the fact I've played in a lot of lower league but you get a good bit of feedback of Aberdeen fans as well. And you can also use him the first week for the bench trick. So straight away, he's in my team starting because whether on, on my bench, he'll come in and play and get the best point from. I'd get Jens in my team, 2.9 million as well. Uh, I think might start. Welsh is getting linked away with tra- uh, a loan somewhere into or a transfer to France or Italy. No, is it? Welsh doesn't matter. He goes somewhere anyway. And then I don't think Starfield's going to be fit for the season. So he's in my team right now. Obviously, I could come back and it could be Welsh playing and I can I could fall, but we don't know. Next time is Kingsley, 3.2 million. Again, Kingsley is potentially injured. If he is injured, I would probably follow suit of Donny, go down to Atkinson, and then I would probably take Jens up to Taylor, which is probably more nailed. And I'm still covered with both kind of teams. And my cheapie on the bench is Mayo, 2.2. Same as Donny, he's good there. I'm quite sure under Derek McInnes' uh, Kilmarnock style of play, they will get a fair share of clean sheets. And if he starts the bench trick play, I think he'll be on quite a few times for me. And his price probably rise, so I'm on him quite early. Missing out, I already said, I had, a, I had Carroll to keep one point with Tom. 
had Rocky for Hibs at one point, but they looked terrible, so they looked Rocky even. So I've took him out of the team. Uh, I've toyed with like, different combinations, Rangers defenders. I've had Barisic in there until the site, the other left back, but then again, Donnie probably starts, but he's not going to be long term. I had Carl Vickers now for a long time as well, but I just feel getting rid of him gave you money elsewhere, which made my team more balanced. And I'm still looking for these wingers for Celtic to actually get more involved. The other players left and right back when they get into the inverted winger style. So we'll see how that goes. So that was my five. So back to you again, Donny, for your midfield. Okay, midfield is where I've used my bench trick. Uh, I've got a young player called Miller Thompson at Dundee United. Uh, the way I move on to Ayunga at St Mirren, Lawrence, Rangers, Jota, Celtic and Henderson at Hibs. Um, I did make some changes. Um, I wanted to try and get Bazawin in, um, but it's probably just priced out of my range. Um, I think somebody could have a good season. I did have Matondo instead of Lawrence, but there's word of him missing this weekend. And I think Lawrence is a very similar player. I think he'll get good attacking returns. So I'm not too disappointed at having to make that change. Jota seems simple and straightforward. Um, same with Henderson, three million. He's had a good preseason. Probably been Hibbs's only decent player. It does mean that I'm missing out on the likes of Mackay and Forrest at Hearts. It's a risk I'm just going to have to take. Um, elsewhere, nothing springs to mind across the other teams. I'm maybe missing an obvious name, but uh, I wanted to get you know Celtic and Rangers in there, and you know that kind of limits your options with prices after that. I think I've got good value um, with the other two. Okay, Tom, midfielders, then they missed out. Um, my midfield is the same as Donny, if, if I've got that right. Yota, a younger Lawrence, Henderson. My cheapy option is Ferguson at St. Johnson at 2.2, um, just given how badly St. Johnson performed last season and they not look great in the cup either, so 2.2, not too bad. Uh, Yota, I have toyed with the idea of going with a cheaper Celtic mid. Um, however, the last thing towards the end of last season, Yota you know, had a bit of a blank spell. We got rid of him, and then it was post-split. He just seemed to explode again. So I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. I'm going to stick with him. Um, I think he was in double figures last season for goals and assists, so um, can't really argue with that. A younger... Um, seems to be playing up front for St Mirren at the minute, so out of position. Um, he, I think he's had he's had five goals in pre-season. Again, to caveat that, that's um, opposition that come from the lower leagues. Um, but he got a brace against Edinburgh City, uh, Kilden Beath, and scored against Linfield in a friendly as well. So out of position, you imagine he's probably going to get goals. It's not too bad either. I mean, for point one more extra, you could always upgrade to, to Levitt if it doesn't quite work out. He's not a too bad a price point to, to switch. Um, Lawrence, he did well for Derby County despite the, the team not performing too well last season. Um, I think with the departures at Rangers, his stats are a bit more assured. Um, Henderson at three million. Um, I don't think that's too bad a price for a, a midfielder in a team you'd would finish top half. Obviously, that didn't materialise last season. Um, he scored against Morton um, and Bonnie Rig Rose. So I'll keep caveating that that's not great opposition. He got an assist against Clyde as well, and he got a goal versus Hartlepool in a pre-season friendly. Um, I imagine Hibs are probably not going to pick up too many clean sheets given how they performed. Their only clean sheet in the cup was against Clyde. 
They lost 1-0 to Falkirk and drew 1-1 with Morton. Um, and the only start he never made in the start, uh, the first 11, sorry, was against Falkirk, which they lost 1-0. So perhaps that says something about Henderson's contribution to the team. So I reckon at that price, you can't really argue with that. Okay. Anybody else missed out? Uh, I thought Hitati looked quite good pre-season. I felt like he was getting forward a bit more. Um, so at five million, he's a point eight saving on Yota. However, he's not Yota. He's not Yota. <laughs> he's not as tried and tested. Um, a lot of people did mention fatigue with Hitati because um, he obviously played the full season in Japan and then arrived at Celtic at Christmas to and play the second half of the the Scottish season, so he had a fair, fairly consistent run without much of a rest, so he's now had um, a nice long summer with no um, Champions League or U- European qualifiers to compete in. Um, he's looking a bit more rested and up for it, so he's another possibility as well. Um, other than that, no, I, I, um, McCrory was an option for me. Um, I know Donny Vence mentioned Besugian, I quite like Luca McCrory. I've watched Aberdeen um, in the Premier Sports Cup. I thought they were looking pretty good, and McCrory at four million doesn't look too bad either. Okay, you just gave me the jot of fear because I don't have him on to me, right? So I have got Lawrence, five point three So again, that previous question, I think he's the only player so far that we've mentioned, and Jens for me that's made the team. It's new signings. Uh, I've got Morgan Fisher Johnson. That's my cheap enabler as well. I've went Hitati because similar as Thomas said, I couldn't really build a team, I couldn't get a jot in without taking hits somewhere else. I think Hitati's quite nailed. I'm hoping he's going to look good this year. We'll see what happens. I mean, if worst case scenario when Jot starts the season on fire, someone's going to take two transfers to get him back in, downside somebody else. But I'm going to go with Hitati to start. He's nailed. My bench, I've got Henderson as well, pretty much the same as you just said. He's really cheap, £3 million. I think he's well, not nobody's nailed, but I think he's pretty cheap in that in, in the mid, hips midfield. Don't really like to touch the defence. And my other choice of players, none of you have got, is Danda from Ross County at 3.4. This is my Regan Charles Cook shout for next year. I think he comes with a good, decent pedigree. I quite like him. He's on the bench now. If the fixtures turn for Ross County or they gel quite well, and it took a long time last year because of the kind of overhaul in the squad they had, then he can come in. I couldn't quite get to what was the name of the St. Man boy again? A young guy. A young guy. Yeah. What price what price is he? Three point seven. So zero point three away for him, so I couldn't really do that. So I think he's the best of the bad bunch of what I've got left money wise. Uh midfield that was me who I was kinda of toying with. I mean I had a rail in at the start for Celtic, but he's gone. Matonda had in a Scott Wright in, but Scott Wright left once you made the two signings done. I think we discussed a couple of podcasts ago, could have started. He may have been anyway a chance. But since then, you've signed Lawrence Matonda, so I think that makes his first team opportunities fall under the pecking order. Yeah. Mackay had in as well at one point. Again, he's quite pricey. I mean, he's the same price as a tie, for example, and I pretty much guarantee, well, guarantee in. I think he'll win more games than Hearts this season, and he'll win the most teams, so I'm hoping there. McGeady was in my team at one point again, but he looks like he's came, has made a glass, so I don't know if um, <laughs> he's a watch and see. He may have a hot streak, but not the right time. Apparently did, wasn't great either. No, I did toy with Glenn Kamara after Donnie's stats last year about just putting him in and just let him plug and play and he'll just chug away getting you back four points every week, roughly. Uh, and I think that's about it. I think in midfield, nobody else really fancied. No, everybody else, I think, 
Quince Ferguson left, that was your only other big hitter from the other teams that you put in at the start, and he's gone, so that is my midfield as it stands. That's pretty much locked, I think, my midfield. I don't see me changing that. The other position I might move, but I think I'm quite happy with midfield, unless I get an injury shoot somewhere. So, right, Donny, back to you for your three strikers and the end it missed out. Okay, so up front, I've got Joe Lack for Rangers, Furihashi for Celtic, and Miofsky from Aberdeen. So, Kolak was an obvious choice. I think his place is uncontested at the moment. You'll get at least a good month out of him before Morelos is back on the scene. So, I think to get a target man at 5.5 million um, playing for Rangers is, is a bargain. Furihashi is probably probably going to have another good season um, playing up front, I think, out of the three, which was one of the questions. Um, he offers the best returns. Um, he he might not play more than 60 minutes. I know his game time was limited at the end of last season, but the damage he can do in that time, for me, is, is far better than the, the other two who may get rotated around them. Um, just depending on the fixtures, and as I've said in another in the other podcast, by starting off with Fudahashi, if the others get a hot streak or he gets injured, then it's just a straight swap. Um, Miofsky at Aberdeen, I don't see Ramirez being the first choice striker now that they've took the number nine off him and gave it to Miofsky, and he took the penalty as well at the weekend, which to me is a clear sign that he is probably going to be the starting centre forward for Aberdeen. So I am taking a bit of a risk with him. And they will play Celtic first off, so um, he will probably get benched that game. But with the run of fixtures that they have, um, I think he'll be the main target man. And if he's on penalties, anything like what Ferguson was, then you could get a good haul out of him uh, in that respect. Shankland was the one that gave me the fear over the weekend because he um, caught fire straight away. He didn't have a good season um, when he was here with Dundee United. Uh, I think we all tried to give him the benefit of the doubt week in, week out, but he didn't really do it, and I kind of need to see it. And the way he's going to be playing with Boyce, I think Boyce will probably still be on penalties. Maybe he's the senior player. Um, so for me, that's a wait and see. So I think by the time Kolak's run is up and Morales is coming back, probably maybe closer in value to the likes of a Shankland um, and, and make that change there. I'm not going for Fletcher. Um, Dundee United, I think he's a bit of a red herring he might have good weeks but over the season um, I don't think there's a lot of value there Hibbs don't really offer much up front I think Milkerson's probably the only option um, I toyed with the boy Shaw at Kilmarnock I think he could be a good shout more so than Lafferty um, I don't think Lafferty's going to be the player um, that people expect him to be and I th- again I think he's injured as well so they seem the most natural choices. You know, if you're thinking that Aberdeen are going to have a good season, then I've certainly backed them um, to do so. And we also could be the man there. I mean, the Rangers and Celtic asset in there, you're probably going to get returns most weeks. So I'm quite happy with those three. Okay, good to see you've uh, actually announced your second team Aberdeen there, Donnie. Good, good. Well, I'll give them, <laughs> it just allows me to give them a hard time if they let me down. So I'm, I'm happy with that. Right, just for a move to Tom, just I can cover the whole bases here. Just on a point that somebody raised about Geo Magnus as well. I don't know, Tom, if you agree, but see, last year, from January onwards, we still think he had all the players and they wanted to have in. As Donnie's mentioned slightly there as well, come the 60 minute mark, there's quite a lot of rotation, kind of the front three, front four or five. So even if you've got Jack and Marcus, there's no 
nothing saying he can come on the last 30 minutes and do as much damage in 30 minutes against a tired team than Ferrashi yeah. starts really. But again, that's you just taking a risk and maybe try to do something differential. It's at the start of the season, don't be doing that yet. But I think as the games go in, and if we're playing at such a high tempo, these guys are going to get still at 20 minutes, 30 minutes at the end of the Guys like Abadu might not start, might come on the last 30 minutes, kind of try to rip teams apart. So they're still maybe getting these players in, but again, you're doing it at the leaving one of the one starters out. But I just certainly think it down the line. Right, Tom, you're front three and MD missed just about missed out. Uh, I've went um Furuhashi, Kyogo, um Miovsky, and I went with um Hiwula at uh, Ross County. Uh, Furuhashi I went with because uh, he's going to be hard to get to if you don't have him. I mean, if you've got Yakamakis or Maeda, then you maybe not have to try and find the funds. But if you've got someone sitting there around about the 5.5 million mark, you're going to have to scramble for 2.3 million uh, to try and upgrade a, a striker to you know, try and keep up with the pack if he, if he goes on a crazy streak at the start of the season. So you're probably not going to get that with two transfers. So you're probably going to have to tear your team apart in order to try and get Furuhashi in, which is might cost you some hits in the in the process. So I'm quite happy to start with him. And then it's an easy downgrade if he fails to deliver. Um, I think Yakim, there's, there's, there's certainly potential for Yakimakis and even Maeda to kind of keep pace with him. But I'd rather have him in to start off with because it's an easy point to start with. You can, As I said, you can always downgrade. Then that money can upgrade another player. Um, I'm fairly happy with the balance of my team. Miovsky is another punt, a bit like Lawrence, you know, not proven in the league, but I thought he looked good pre-season. I think he's fairly assured of stats, given Ramirez has you know, his jersey taken away from him. Um, looking at other players in that price, you're looking at um, Fletcher, guys like that, which we're not quite sure upon. I know we kind of raved about McGeady in previous pods. I think we've kind of cooled off on Hibbs. We're not going to make that same same mistake twice. At five million, he's only point one more than Jordan White, who you know probably isn't even guaranteed starts at Ross County. So, I think he's a decent punt. And then Hula, I went with him. Uh, I, 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 initially, it was uh, Ollie Shaw, but I think the two have had fairly similar pre seasons. Um, and Hula is obviously point nine cheaper. Um, he's managed four goals in pre season. Um, one of them was a friendly against Brora Rangers, but you know we've got that to work with. He did score against East Fife, Aloha, and Dunfermline, so uh, a bit better than Brora Rangers. It's probably better than I'm not scoring any goals in pre-season. And traditionally, the striker role was a role that didn't particularly perform. Even with that one million extra, they're still not going to get the clean sheet points. They're not going to get the. I think there's a midfielder exclusive bonus point is it for completed passes 40 more mm-hmm. he's not going to get those points so I'm not 100% sold on the striker so I'm going to go uh, cheap from a third striker position um, and that's about that really yep you mentioned him that he was dismissed out there didn't you, you were kind of toying oh, sure but then I needed funds for elsewhere so it's one of those ones a bit like Gordon you're going to got to find the cash from somewhere and, and that was those guys had to take the fall. So he's sitting on my bench. He, he can if he scores, then he can come on through the bench trick, and I'm happy with that. <laughs> right, my front three is Kulak for Rangers, pretty much what Donny said as well. He's going to be get maybe five six games without anybody touching him for game time. 
at that time, you'd like to think you do have the price rises on him at that point, and then you can make your move if Morelos is back fit, if Stiffer stops at one up front. I went through the hash as well. At one point, I did toy with Maida in there, because I know he's pretty nails on the wing, but it's like Tom said, and Tony mentioned as well, he's a highest price point, and if anything happens, you can go anywhere from him, where if you if they start the season going absolutely nuts, then he's going to get A, a price rise, and B, he can't get to him. Unless you're burning a wild card straight away, you're going to take mega hits to kind of do good your team. I'm not willing to do that. A nice opening fixture as well. I don't think the are too bad to the Rangers, so there's no champs in football to September. September. So I think there's only one midweek game in there with the Cup, so I'm quite happy. I think if he's fully fit, he's going to be starting most weeks. And... The third one was Shankland. I know Donny's kind of put off Shankland. He's looked pretty good in that team. I think when he played for Dungeon United, it was Mickey Mellon's Dungeon United who was pretty turgid to watch. Now he's playing a Hearts team with, he's got Mackay, Foss behind him, Creighton. Boys kind of dropped to number 10. I think that sounds quite good on paper behind him. And also the manager, Nielsen, was a manager who was in charge of him. He made his good season in Dungeon United in the Championship. So they've also got some sort of chemistry there. He knows how to play him. So I think Shankland's going to have a really good season. Hopefully I'm proven right with this. Again, he's at that price point where if it doesn't work out, I can drop to any number of other kind of cheaper mid-tier defense, mid-strikers like a, a Watt, a Van Veen, Fletcher, Anderson, quite easily and have money over elsewhere. And I'm quite happy with that. Uh, who missed out? It's basically made I missed out. I did have shown my team at one point as well. I think he's going to be a pretty decent option because uh, Lafferty's getting older and he's injured. I did think about your player, Tom. I can't remember his name. What was his name? Striker, Ross County. The ruler. The ruler. But again, fixtures done. I want to play. I want to start free up front and try to maybe attack the game. There's no reason why I can't see my three strikers this week scoring the first game week. Colic for the Ashley and Shanklin getting a goal each. I think that's quite reasonable. I assume that could happen. Uh, and that's about it, striker wise. Is there any other bits of information with players you missed out before I move on? No, he's all, he's all right. good. Let me ask a daft question. Who's the captain, vice captain this week, Donnie? Uh, so, Captain Tav uh, seems pretty straightforward. You will get the team news for that. So, if there's anything else there that takes your fancy or you need to make a change, you can go ahead and do so. I think with the fixture that Celtic have, uh, Furuhashi seems a, a natural vice captain. I think he can haul um, and get me those extra goal points uh, for this new season. So, Captain Tav and vice captain Furuhashi. Tom, captain and vice-captain? Exact same as Donny, exact same reasons. <laughs> and I am also the same, so we are template FC with that. Is there <laughs> That's anybody, experts. <laughs> is there anybody who you might offer a punt change-wise? I mean, I had Kolak vice-captain for a bit, but I just think Furashi's fixtures better, so I went for that. What about yourself, Donny? Any MDL else you would maybe? Lawrence might be a shout. Again, just the way that he plays. Um, you, could, you could get returns off of him, but the Celtic fixtures are stand out. Aberdeen fans know that this is the, the hardest place for them to go. They will get um, battered, as I've said before. It's flag day, so it's usually a party atmosphere um, when that happens. So I don't see anything other than a you know, 3-4-0 victory for, for Celtic and Furuhashi. Um, probably get a couple with fingers crossed. No, I don't think there's anyone else that stands out immediately. Game week one's always going to be the hardest one to kind of find your feet on, so I think you're safe with those two. Yep, I agree with that. No risk in week one, you can start chasing differentials later on. Tom, maybe they'll might maybe different captain, or are you 
not worth it. Not captain, vice captain. I think there's an argument for Shanklin, but my team has a distinct lack of Hearts players, and that is something that worries me. But we can't, we can't have them all. At least there's else there, was it? No, that's it. We will get early Rangers team news. I think somebody wrote online that you get actually get the first six early t- Rangers team news. Is that right, Tony? I'd, I'd be surprised if some of our fixtures don't change with the European games. Um, but as yeah, it, as it stands, stands right. that's that's how it's going to pan out. It's just good for the early team news and obviously irritation. Right, guys, that is us then. So, another thing, the Regan Charles Cup draw has been made. It's online. I've had a couple of things I need to Tweak, but I'll get that tweak before so I to spam this page. A couple of spell mistakes I noticed, and let people not LinkedIn. I'll change that round. The format's on the on the podcast previous. We've listened to that double double legged affairs right up to the final. It takes it game week ten, so best luck everybody's involved in that. And I think that is us, guys. So get your plugs in, Donny. I am Twitter at ffs underscore Donny. Tom, and I am at ffs underscore Scott. I'm at Fantasy Half. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good game week, and we'll be back maybe next week, depending on Donnie and Tom want to host. Otherwise, we'll have a two-week break. But we'll let you know next week what's happening with that. Again, see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash Upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 